1796 Sports Podcast. I want to give a shout out to our sponsor once again, Great Egg Grounds. Thank you guys so much for sponsoring. They have a new flavor of coffee that is there for a limited time. It's the Vol Sickle flavor. Um, it's you know obviously UT themed, and it'll be going on till December 30th, and then it's it's done. So go ahead and get your orders in. Support the Vol. Support Vol fans. It's great coffee for a great cause. All right, everybody, welcome in. This is the 1796 Sports Podcast. Got a very special guest tonight. We got Mr. Bennett Warren here with us, four-star mm-hmm. offensive tackle. Uh, we love him, obviously. And then I got Jim with me, normal Vol fan. I got Ryan with me, as always. And, yeah, we'll get right into it. So, Bennett, uh, just I'm pretty sure every Vol fan knows you, but go ahead and introduce yourself. Let us Tell us something we should know about you. Just kind of say what's up to everybody. Been one defense in the four office lineman, been committed since July 31st. I want to say it was my verbal date. And the love football game to play down there. Great. Yeah, we love to hear it, man. Um, so we'll go ahead. We got some questions for you. Hope that's all right. So, Ryan, start us off. Yeah, but I'm going to start it off a little lighthearted for you. I'm sure you've been asked this question before. Um, is a hot dog a sandwich? <laughs> this is very controversial. So yeah, this, it is, this is very controversial. <laughs> Tell you what, it's a it's an open face sandwich, if you call it that. I, I couldn't agree more. You know what? He just earned that five star right there. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> now you know, going off that question because we'll get to the real serious ones after this. But all right. I just want to know, you know, I'm like, I'm five eleven, six foot, you know, says it on my license. I'm six foot. So that's, that's, you know, I'm legit. Um, if you gave me 10 tries, can I get past you, you no. know, get, oh, okay. Well, you know, yeah, that was quick, man. I thought he was going to like, you know, be nice to me. He was just like, nah, but I like it. I, I like it. He's, you know, yeah, I, I feel bad for these uh, defensive linemen coming in next year. So, Yeah, uh, Nico ain't going to be on his back a whole lot, is he, Bennett? I hope not. Jesus Christ. No, yeah. <laughs> so it, this is probably something you've been asked quite a bit, uh, but, you know, people want to know. So what kind of was the, the driving factor in getting you to Tennessee, if you can speak on that? Like, who was kind of the your lead contact at Tennessee? What what kind of set Tennessee apart from the rest? Um, the lead contact at that time, it was definitely it was Coach KP, the, the offensive line uh, coach there. Other than Coach Ellerby, uh, I the environment they brought compared to everywhere else I had been there that I, that I had talked to was they had a it seemed like a like they had a real piece of it. Like they weren't just looking down at a like a uh, a recruiting paper asking me the same questions over and over. Mm-hmm. He called me at, at random times and be like, "Yeah, what's up, bro?" And this, that, and the third. I got a normal conversation outside of stuff like that. When I actually got up there and realized that, like, okay, this isn't just the phone. This is just how they are around everybody. And I, uh, 
uh, what's it called? And I got to meet more than just the coaches. I met the coaches' families. They brought them around to all the events. And it, it was just a, like a memorable weekend outside of being recruited the entire time and asked how my, if I'm going to come here and being questioned about all that stuff. It was just that I was in, I got to enjoy myself and spend time around some of the probably the coolest football players I've ever met, like John Campbell and Bison and Mathai and all those guys. They're, they're cool people, which is something I didn't meet a lot of. And Coach Ellaby in general was really, he's, uh, I don't know, he's got that, that uh, feels more like a dad than a coach. That's awesome. Yeah, it's a big part of it. I mean, especially in the NFL, I feel like probably not as much. But in college, I mean, you got to be somewhere you're going to enjoy yourself and around people that, that you like and people that respect you. You don't want to. I mean, you're, this is like a big part of your life, so you you want to make you know the right decision there. Yeah, and it's been four years there. I'd I'd like to have fun doing it. Absolutely, it's um, Tennessee. I don't know. You probably felt it a little bit. Tennessee is like a giant family, essentially. Like once you're a Vol, there there will be a guy who played for the Vols for like one season in 2006. And he still gets hit up every day by Vol fans. Like, it, it, it's pretty crazy. Um, so, are there anybody on? It, you mentioned John Campbell. So, you've gotten to talk to some of the guys that are already there and guys that will be coming back next year. Yeah, that's awesome. We got. I met. I met. I met. I met Bison. I met Aiden and. Uh, I met Aiden and Mo Clipper before they uh, went to the. Um, I met Sham. Yeah, they're gonna, of course, the four guys that are now. I know we're all pretty close to them. Unluckily, the only guy that couldn't graduate early, we didn't allow it, but still talking to them every day. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, Jim, did you want to go to one of your questions? Well, you know, we're talking about VFLs, and I mean, obviously, you know who Trey Smith is, and you've seen what, you know, he is at now. He's Super Bowl champion. Um, I mean, dude, we could all tell you got that you got that dog in you. And, like, this offensive line class, and I know, I know you see it. I, I see you on Twitter a lot. And do you, as a recruit, see these uh, fans on Twitter – you know, complaining about this whole recruiting thing and are they, you know, kind of overthinking it because a lot of people don't realize how good our recruiting class overall is. I mean, we got loads of talent coming in and, you know, and we look at guys like you, I mean, I could see you as the next Trey Smith, same thing as Satterwhite and Max, like you guys are dogs. So it's, do you think these guys are overreacting? I think, I think some of the, some people say, it was like the internet in general, too much to heart. Like when I made a comment a couple weeks ago, I talked about uh, some random, okay, it, I don't know what it is about the past few weeks and everybody wanting me to go to Colorado and all that. <laughs> I don't even have an offer from Colorado. And they took that comment that I made saying, like I like said, no disrespect, I won't be a part of Colorado anytime soon. No disrespect though. And they, Immediately took it as disrespect. Y'all are taking the team to heart. You're not even a coach. You didn't offer me. It's not. It's nothing against you guys. I just respect respect where I am. Respect where I'm committed to. And realize I ain't going nowhere. It's my thing. 
and, and people go, they'll be like, this class don't have it, or uh, Jordan Seaton is going to be, yeah, for example, Jordan Seaton, but I'm, I don't have nothing against him. I met him. I think he's cool. I'm I'm happy that he's going to Colorado. He's going to chance to play somewhere that he wanted to play at, and that's all you can ask for. Uh, they're, uh, what's it called? They're like, this class don't got it. This is a really good O-line class. You got Mike Matthews, you got Bray Stanley, you got Boo Carter, you got Edges, you got you got Edwin, you got you got everybody else, you got Jordan Ross. Yeah, this class is pretty good. I don't know where we ended up in like the recruiting polls and whatnot, but I believe that we're gonna do something great here in a couple of years, maybe even a year and a year in some time. But this class can be really good. Oh yeah, and you got three guys in here that agree with you. It's just you know, I know you probably see me on Twitter all the time just trying to fight these <laughs> people off, just saying, like, yo, relax. You don't understand the Calm down. <laughs> yes, yes. See, people, yeah. look, you got to recruit himself. The, <laughs> you know, it's real hollering at me on Twitter, bro. We were, some dude went to one of my Instagram posts from, uh, like, during my season, he started chatting about Colorado and, and then all of a sudden he got into a full blown argument with someone. What are you doing? You're on a 17 year old's Instagram arguing in the comments, and you didn't go to Colorado neither. Is the problem with it? What's funny is half those people that are like coming at you made their accounts in March when you know Dion got there. So yeah, yeah I mean these guys don't even know what football is, and they're just going at it. But I'll, I'll end it on that because we could go on that for a while. But go ahead, Ryan. I know you got something else. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be the, the lighthearted question guy. I really want to kind of get to know Bennett Warren here. So uh, you're going on vacation. You going to the beach or to the mountains? Mountains, 100%. I uh, love the cold. I love – I'm actually like – I've lived on the East Coast my entire life. Outside of living in Texas to play football. Uh, I lived in North Carolina. I lived in New York, and I lived in uh, – Baltimore for a long time so I'm really accustomed to the cold I enjoy the cold weather I enjoy being in the mountains so yeah I take the mountains well that's a great answer because you're going to Knoxville so yeah when I first flew in and I saw those mountains I was like I'm gonna I'm definitely gonna you're definitely (laughs) gonna catch me like sitting on the edge of a cliff somewhere checking it out that's awesome man I mean I'm biased but I think East Tennessee is one of the most beautiful places in america i think it's great um but just to piggyback off of what y'all were saying earlier i do think it's weird we've talked about it before when you have like 45 year old men that are, <laughs> are like tweeting at 18 and 19 year olds at me in my comments it, yeah it's strange it <laughs> some guy that works at like AutoZone is like going yeah. on and blasting you on twitter about your decision auto zone across the country from colorado yeah, we're hollering about me. I'm be like, okay, um, sh- sure thing. <laughs> now, I do want to ask you, and I I know you've probably been asked this before, but you've been at a couple games inside Neyland Stadium. What has been, you know, the most like the coolest moment that you've been at inside Neyland? I, I know we've uh, had a lot, but the uh, oh, I went to South Carolina. For the uh, the dark mode game. Oh that yeah, was I was there. Cool. I was there. That was sick. I love that <laughs> that environment. They had the I can't remember what planes flew over that day, but that was insane. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I was I was enjoying myself down there. 
And I think the I think it was the I can't remember if that game, the opening drive is a touchdown. That was probably my favorite moment to watch. And and that was the game where uh John Campbell specifically was balling out. He's just pulling left and right, decleating folks. I was like, wow. Yeah, John Campbell's a beast, dude. And uh, we couldn't be more happy about him coming back because, you know, tackles, we, you guys are hard to come by. Yeah. yeah. And, um, but yeah, I was at that South Carolina game, man. And that was fun. I know you could probably feel it. The, the fans for Tennessee wanted that game as much yeah. as the players did. And yeah, that's, that's us every game, man. So, yeah, that's the game that, um, Spraggins, Spraggins had his uh, pet gamecock. <laughs> yeah. That was, I love that he does. That's hilarious. Which they still haven't returned. I know <laughs> that's that's wrong, but I love our line. I think it's just it's awesome that we have all these dudes coming back too. And you know, talking about the transfer portal stuff, I think it's kind of funny how like, and Benny, I'm sure you've seen this where it's like. You know, one one player, like, you don't go to a school and then they act like their entire season's ruined. And we've kind of seen it a little bit with the transfer portal stuff. It's like if, mm-hmm. if your college isn't getting every single player that's available that, you know, Timmy on Twitter thinks you should get, then yeah. it's, it's a total failure. So it kind of leads into, Jim, um, I know you wanted to ask this. So how do you feel – I know – you know, we can't say a whole lot about it, but how, how do you feel about the current state of college football? Like how, with the transfer portal and all that? I think the, the transfer portal brings an interesting environment, to college football, like you're getting that. that's just more, and, you know, so you get a couple of less, less years with you, but you're getting a, like an extremely developed player that can almost make an, it like, it's like a, guy that can make an instant impact. Like how they talk about five stars or those guys that make instant impacts. It's like having one of those and he already knows what it's like to play at the college level. It's not like another transfer from the SEC. So it's like I guess given a new you're given a new opportunity to start wherever you go. I think it's interesting. I think it can hurt a lot of teams, but at the same time it helps a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I I think it's definitely a new dynamic. It's kind of like, you know, free agency almost. Um, Mm -hmm. But I think it's funny that, you know, some people have problems with it. And I don't really understand that because, you know, look at it like coaches have always been able to do that. Like Mm -hmm. coaches can have always been able to, to chase a bag and go somewhere else whenever they want. So why should the players not be able to do that? So, I mean, it's just it's just going to happen. I mean, I'm sure you've seen in the news we've lost a couple people to the portal, and I don't blame them because some of these guys will probably never play in the NFL. They're trying to get money while they can, and I don't blame. It's hard to blame somebody for that. Yeah, you can be set up with with how the way NIL works now and the money that you can get, you can be set up for the rest of your life. So I kind of I want to ask you a question about Nico. I mean. There's obviously a lot of hype going around Nico and a lot of hype going around this offensive line class coming in because you guys are going to be the ones protecting him. And um, what do you does? I mean, we don't know him personally, and I know you've probably talked to him before. How 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 is he as a as a person? Is he you know the guy that everyone says he is about how he's he you know a leader? Is he is he that guy that you would love to block for? I. 
personally have never met Nico, but like when I was down there watching him, I mean, he seems like like a calm, collective person. Look what games that I watch. He seemed he seemed calm out there. On the field. I feel like probably in the locker room it would translate to him being the leader. I wonder what it's going to look like in the middle. No, honestly, I've never met him, so I don't That's interesting. Yeah, a lot of that will probably come out once you once everybody's on campus together. I'm sure you'll you'll learn quick like how everybody is and who you vibe with. And do do you have a preference with the type of quarterback that you're blocking for? Um, like mobile in the pocket. No, not really. But my high school quarterback last year was pretty, he was a dual sport. He played baseball and football. He plays. He, he went. He wanted to go Brown. But he was like a he, he learned towards the end of the year that he could be mobile because he was big. He was like six two to fifteen ish. But he had some he had speed and I Brady had an, an a crazy arm. If he knew to get out of the pocket, he'd get out of the pocket. He was he was good at not like running in the way the tackles blocking. So if I could ever have a quarterback like that again, I'd say definitely one of those quarterbacks that can chuck the ball when everybody's mobile at the same time. Yeah, I feel like it definitely would make your job a little easier if the quarterback gets his, you know, makes makes plays on his own sometimes. Yeah. yeah. I just I've always imagined as a you know, just somebody who watches football, I've always imagined it would probably be a little frustrating to have a statue in the pocket, but yeah, that's a big problem. That was this year I had my QB was sort of like that. He was you get you get caught up. You can't. It's, it's hard to hold anybody for eight seconds at a time. Right. When your QB is standing there looking at something and nothing's open, when you should just take off, get a couple yards slide. Instead of like trying to throw in the traffic, throwing an interception or something, something that wastes waste the drive. Gotcha. So Jim, you, you had a question um, involving another SEC school. <laughs> oh yeah. So knowing, you know, you being in Texas, I got one of my best friends, man. He's probably the biggest Aggie fan you could probably think of. He wants me to ask you, why why didn't you choose Texas A&M? He was, he was heartbroken when he seen that you were coming here because, hey, I'm his best friend and I was, you know, making fun of him because we got you. And um, But he wants to know, and not in a, a smart aleck way, but he was just wondering, you know, what made you decide Knoxville over Aggieland? Mm-hmm. I don't. Mm-hmm. I couldn't tell you. I have a couple of friends that go to A&M. Or, no, now he's in the transfer floor. He's going to TCU. But yeah, uh, Reggie who was a offensive lineman there, actually he came to my school. Uh, or he went to my school beforehand, and he's the reason I like like playing football. He made me actually want to play offensive. Uh, he used to tell me a lot about A&M. And right before – I had visited A&M a couple of times right before the season it started for them. And I could I could tell that the the, the team was, was pretty good. I mean, obviously they looked, they looked great on, on paper. But, like, watching their practices, whatnot, they were – I don't know how to put it. They don't – they don't they don't look like they work together as a team and it kinda of showed. And I was and like the last time I met 
like Jimbo and all of them, it, it almost seemed like he was out the door. He knew he was out the door. And then I was like, I don't know if I really want to go there. Remy was like, yeah, I think I'm going to hit the portal soon. I was like, that must, be, that must be a reason not to go there, even though, I mean, I really did like Aggie Man, and everybody from my school is really going to a &M, So, yeah, I don't know. I was like, and I also I also kind of didn't want to stay in Texas, I'm being honest. I, I mean, I wanted to move more back to the East Coast because I'm an East Coast kid, but uh, yeah, I think that was the most attractive of it. And so you yeah, said I wondered. Should... Oh, go ahead, Jim. I was just going to say something quick. You know, uh, you said you lived in New York for a little bit. I'm from New York. I lived in New York my whole life. And mm -hmm. um, uh, what part of New York were you living in? Cortland. Cortland, New York, upstate. Oh, okay. You were upstate. I'm from yeah. Long Island, so. Ah. Uh... Yeah, I'm from the the little suburbs over, you know, That's surrounded my by dad's beaches. From Long Island. Do you know whereabouts? Uh, he didn't live there, but I know he was born there. He lived there for a couple of years. Wow, that's pretty cool. That's yeah. a small world right there. <laughs> so upstate New York, so you really the Knoxville in November ain't gonna bother you. No, I uh, uh -huh. like negative things with snow covering the road and still having to good yeah they almost almost like pray to be in the 60s the whole year if i'm being all ryan uh i know you had a couple more do you want to yeah so bennett this is a thought-provoking question it, it might take you a second i know it, it would take me a second to answer this so if you could have a conversation or sit down to dinner with anybody that you want dead or alive, who would it be? Hmm. I guess it's Kobe Bryant. Uh, I used to play. I used to play football. Or I used to play basketball for uh, Hall of Fame and Brady. Uh, I played on his AAU team, and then two weeks before Kobe died, we were down there playing in his basketball tournament, and I got to meet Kobe for the first time. And I thought that was sick. He was a really big influence for me because I. Like the the Mamba mentality and that whole like energy that Kobe had, I like wanted to carry that with me. And I wish I got that. I wish I had to like sit down and have a real conversation. And I'm really only out to take pictures with me, stuff like that. But I think uh, uh, the way uh, him and Tracy interacted, I would love to be like that with him. He was a super big inspiration. Yeah, That's I awesome. feel like you'll definitely have the chance to. Uh meet with any any athlete you want in a few years i think we, we all see great things for you so i, I did want to ask you also so I, I know that you did play basketball uh speaking of that did you ever have any like any higher aspirations for basketball or, were, or did you always know you were going football uh by my freshman year of uh, high school i was like god i don't want to play basketball anymore i can't stand it i I don't know what it was that made me want to – like, I, I think I got too big in my eyes. The moment you hit, like, 6'8", and you're, like, in the 250s – I was in the 270s. By, I played until my, my junior year, and when I hit the 270s, I was like – I'd get on the court, I'd get the ball. The moment I take a dribble, it's a, it's a foul because I'm, I'm too big. I'd knock them over, and I'd get a charge. I was like, I quit. I can't do this anymore. It's just not even fun. Is it dunking is cool and all, all that, but 
I th- I'm like I'm like a like a mini Zion, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Well, guys, Ryan, uh, NVF, anything else you want to ask, Mister Warren? Um, you know, I really wanted to do like a kind of like a rapid fire, um, like little, you know, one word thing where you kind of just got to answer these questions really quick. Um, but you know, it's up to you. I don't know if you're down for that. I'm fine with it. Yeah, I'll do it. All right. I'm going to, you know, I'll do this right off the rip. If you got to take, take a second to answer, you can, but, uh. I'm going to go ahead with it. So do you prefer texting or calling somebody? Texting. I hate being called. <laughs> I'm the same way. What's your favorite day of the week? Monday mornings. Really? Monday mornings? I uh, I, I love working out on Monday mornings. Uh, I don't know. I guess it wakes me up. It gets me ready for the week. If it's going to suck, I might as well be sucky and working out. So. All right. Favorite uh, song artist? Hmm. I say little baby right now, I guess. J. Cole. Okay. Oh, there you go. I like J. Cole. Uh this one's kind of funny. Taylor Swift is blank. Trash. <laughs> <laughs> uh scale of one to ten. Uh how how good are you gonna be uh in at Tennessee? How good am I going to be at Tennessee? Yeah. I give myself an an eight. Okay, I thought you were give yourself a ten. I was gonna say a ten. Uh, favorite ice cream flavor? Uh, cookies and cream or cookie dough. Sorry. Okay. Uh, favorite number? Number seventy-six. Oh, this one's kind of funny. If Voldemort offered you a hug, are you accepting? <laughs> no. <laughs> hey, we have. I don't know if you've seen him, but Voldemort on Twitter is gonna not like that. <laughs> Oh, the guy? <laughs> you can take it either one. I, I think nah. they're, they're probably about the same. I'm good. <laughs> but other ones are kind of weird, so I'm not going to ask you those ones. But that, that's it for me. I don't know if Ryan's got anything else. Uh, I, think, I think I'm good, man. Well, Bennett, we really appreciate you doing this, man. It you know means a lot. We're going to be supporting yeah. you every step of the way. And, uh, yeah, we'd love to have you on again once you get to campus and, you know, get some experience with the team. And if there's anything we can ever do for you, just let us know. I appreciate it, man. Thank you. All right. And, guys, I did want to give you all one more reminder just to check out Great A Grounds Coffee. Thank you for sponsoring us. It means a lot. Check out Great A Grounds if you haven't yet. Go Vols. Go Go Vols, baby. Vols.